billion dollar investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network so the people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an EV. Oh, it is the Great Reset. It is on, and you will be affected by it. I guarantee it. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey Ware here, KTSA. Right over there is Don Morgan. Good morning, Cap. Right over there is Chris Glasgow. And right over there is Elaine Rodriguez. And your calls, 210-599-555. That's how one guy used to say it a while back on the radio. 555 210-599-555. All right, so we're going to jump in on everything that's going on in the news today. Of course, Russia, Ukraine, Russia, 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 and Ukraine and the war that's going on over there. Whatever side you believe in, whatever side you think is right, wrong, indifferent, whether or not you think you're getting all the truth, some of the truth, a little bit of the truth uh, out of what's going on over there. We'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, primarily, it's all about gas prices today. Diesel up to uh, five, over five bucks now, and uh, and and gas, just regular gasoline now, over four dollars a gallon. It's the highest it's been. So, welcome to America. Uh, this is what we call, and what we have been uh, telling you about for quite some time, the Great Reset, which is here to weaken the middle class. Gas or groceries, guys? What you gonna do? Gas or groceries? That's the plan and the economic policies to make the middle class dependent on the state. And they're not even being, like, uh, stealthy about that anymore. Uh, Kamala Harris and Peter, Pete uh, Booty uh, talked about it yesterday. They want you out of your car and in public transportation is what Kamala Harris, the vice president, and Pete Booty said yesterday. So I want to take your calls on that right now. And throughout the day today, we'll uh, continue to touch base on this topic at 210-599-5555. Um, what's your breaking point? They, they are, are willing right now, obviously, because they've been clear about it. I mean, they're, they're out of the closet, so to speak, and, uh, they're ready to go ahead and go with high gas prices and keep them high. Remember they were going higher even before the war. That's why I told you yesterday quite a bit. This is not about the war. This is about their economic policies to get you into public transportation. Are you going to give up your car and truck and jump into public transportation? They did touch on electric cars. They know that's not a reality at the moment because they're super expensive. Number two, with electric cars, too, where are you going to charge them? You have to plan trips uh, around charging stations. There's not any charging stations in America anymore. Plus, electric cars depend on oil. Yeah, they do. They run on rubber tires. They're made out of stuff that's made out of oil or comes from oil. If you want an electric car, you're going to have to have an oil industry. Um, but here's what they're saying and what Kamala Harris and Pete Booty said yesterday. We are in the midst of a turning point. We have the technologies to transition to a zero emissions fleet. This is not about the war with Russia. This is which we're, we're in a war with Russia now, by the way, sending those airplanes, put us in a war with Russia. We are. So this is not about that. This is the Great Reset. This is gas or groceries. This is we're all going to be servants of the elite. And here yesterday, Kamala and Pete spent all morning talking about public transportation and how you need to get into a bus. Well, my question for you this morning is, are you going to get in a bus? She said, we can address the climate crisis and grow our economy all at the same time with busing all over America. Everybody, give up your individual transportation. Get in the bus. Pete Buttigieg then stressed how the money would help the environment. 
He said, transit riders get where they need to be efficiently and affordably with far less pollution to thrive. He said, it's even good for drivers of cars because it means less congestion and traffic on our roads. And that's what he said. Why are you laughing? I'm just going by what they said. That's all. What's funny? Have you ever been to Boston, Massachusetts? They've got a wonderful public transportation uh-huh. system. However, traffic still sucks. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, it's, it's yes. I have to cock my head a little bit when I hear that type of. Well, thing, and you know. anywhere else that I go, that they have a wonderful public transportation system, including here, it's empty, yeah. and buses are empty. Right. Um, and there's a thousand reasons why, and it's the same as applies to the trains. And I'm going to get into this, you know, all day today. But we're in freaking San Antonio, Texas. We're splayed out about 90,000 miles around here, right? Right. And so August is a real thing here. So you're going to drop me off over there, and you're going to expect me to walk 10 miles that way to get to the office, right? The hell with that that's in August. Pl- that's the plan. Well, that is it. <laughs> that is exactly what they said yesterday. Yeah. I'm reading their words. And he said it means less congestion of traffic on our roads. And you're right. Even in those places like Boston, Massachusetts, that's even more condensed. Right. Where you can walk to mm-hmm. work. And you're not hit with 110 every day no, for but, the rest of your know, freaking life. Come January, it's uh, you know, negative Yeah, well, there you go. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. A, and Booty went on to say transit is even better when it's clean transit with modern electric buses that don't pollute at all. So here's what we want you to do. We're going to promote Electric buses, Harris said, (laughs) imagine a future with electric vehicles. Imagine a future, the freight trucks that deliver bread and milk to our grocery store shelves and the buses that take children to school and parents to work. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produce zero emissions. Well, you all can imagine that, can't you? That's why we're here today, she said. She announced the release of $1.5 billion to local transit authorities for electric buses. And then the vice president said the Transportation Department is releasing $2.2 billion from the American Rescue Plan Act. You know that thing about COVID? Nah, it wasn't about COVID. It's about doing all this. 18 states to help communities bring more transit workers and keep transit services running. And a new... EPA rule will tighten emission standards for heavy trucks. So while they are driving up the price at the pump to get you out of your car and into an electric bus, they're also raising EPA standards on the trucks to park them. So it's going to cost more in terms of diesel fuel and EPA standards, regulations on the big trucks, how much do you think your Wheaties are going to cost you now? The Great Reset. You and me, middle class, must be rendered lower class and be servants of the state and dependent on the state. And on the bus, remember to socially distance and wear your mask. Socially distance and wear your freaking mask. And you can only go when and where they tell you to go. Charles, good morning to you, man. You're on. Good morning, sir. It's bright and early, 5 o'clock in the morning on Highway 46 here between New Bronzeville and Seguin, where I work. I got news for you. There's no public transportation between those two cities, so I'm going to get to work if they make me ride public You're not. 
you're going to stay home, Charles, and and uh, and you're going to become a, a ward of the state. You're going to stay home and become a ward of the state at about at about one tenth of the lifestyle that you enjoy now. And I don't even know your what your lifestyle is. Well, I'm a retired military. I I live in New Brunswick with my wife and handicapped son. I got a granddaughter and daughter that lives down the road. We like to do family activities, but yep, know, I'm still going to have my truck here. And I got to get to work to support my family. Yeah. Well, what they're doing is they're pricing the affordability of your truck off the market. So they want you in a bus, and if a bus isn't there, well, that's just tough toodles, baby. You're going to have to sit at home. That that is what they're doing. And they're not even. It's not like I'm coming up with a conspiracy theory. It's them saying it. <laughs> that's not. It's, you know, it's not like I'm making something up and going, "Oh, y'all need to be doing this and worried about that." That's not what I'm doing here. I'm telling you what they're saying. Now, are they going to be on public transportation from their house? Hell no. The Capitol building? Hell no. Like Hell no. They got black limousines, <laughs> lots of guys with big guns. You won't have your gun and you won't have your car, but they're going to have black limousines and big guns. Thank you, Charles. David, fire away, man. You're on. Do you remember years back, Nelson Wolf tried to get us into public transportation? Do I remember years back what now? Nelson Wolf tried to get. Oh, sure. Yeah, he wanted to build a train to nowhere. I do remember. And and your question is, do I remember? <laughs> I do remember. I fought Nelson Wolf on it. Nowhere. Are you I there? All right, David, that was fun. Daniel, go ahead. Hey, when it's time to take the cattle to market, are we going to put them on the bus? Uh-huh. Yeah. The cattle. Yeah. Are we going to put them on the bus to take them to market? Electric bus. Well, of course, they you don't. They they're gonna get rid of cattle. I'm quite sure they can't have you know because cows fart and so that's gonna mess up that messes up the environment. So they've been working on getting rid of the cattle for a long time. <laughs> I do pay attention to you. you I'm glad you is. do, man. Thank you, Daniel. Have a good day. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. So you gonna give it up? You gonna give up your truck? That's the plan. That's why. That's why it's so expensive to drive your truck right now. I want to get on a bus full of backseat drivers. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> That's why I got a truck. I throw them all in the back of the truck. Um, 210-599-5555. Stephen Shork uh, from the uh, Short Good Report. It's an energy, cash, and financial markets uh, newsletter. The average cost for a gallon of gasoline continues to climb. The entire economy will face an increased risk of recession. It didn't need to be this way. Delusional energy policy driven by Democrats' self-destructive climate change policies have hammered U.S. energy producers and left the country at the mercy of foreign adversaries. And, of course, warm weather's coming, right? So they got to reformulate the gas. And when they reformulate the gas, it costs more money to reformulate the gas. So for every $1 increase in crude oil, translates to 2.4 cents for drivers at the pump. Then they got the concern about economic growth, more and more dollars spent on gasoline rather than on other consumer goods. Consumer spending accounts for 70% of the U.S. economy. So the more that you're spending on a gallon of gasoline is the less you can spend elsewhere. Seems pretty elementary, doesn't it? Yes, it does, as a matter of fact. So they came out yesterday and said, and I thought Pete Booty came out a long time ago, but this was on a different issue. Came out yesterday and said, what we're doing is we want you to get on public transportation. You must get out of your car, you must get out of your truck, and you must take the bus. Can we call him Electric Booty? Electric Booty Glad. (laughs) 
I like it. 210-599-5555. All right. Call in. Tell me if you're going to get out of your car or truck. As Kamala and this administration is now telling you to take the bus. 210-599-5555. Okay, are we going to put him on the bus? Yes, sir. Move to the back of the bus. 210-599-5555. You're going to give up your car and get the electric bus that they're now pushing from this administration? Saying yesterday, the Vice President of the United States, between giggles, giggles the clown, it's time to transition to green energy in America, that the gas prices will never come down. JR, fire away, man. Hey, what are we supposed to do that have horses and drive an F-350 dually and have to pull a five- or a six-horse trailer? Good question. Really I mean, good question. And yeah. I've been looking when I fill my truck up. It's costing me over $300 because it has two tanks. I've been looking for a Biden sticker to ask <laughs> that guy if he would pay the difference in it since he did elect the man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they're not. Find they, it. they don't care. Yeah, they're, 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 you're, you're stuck with this. And this was, you know, I, I hate to say it, Jr. but I've been talking about it for a long time. This was planned for a while. This is not anything new or surprise. We have a war or anything like that. That's, that's no, no this, that's not reality. The reality is that whole Great Reset crap hole that they went through in Davos a couple of years ago, uh, it, it's all about weakening the middle class. So the middle class is being weakened in a number of ways right before our eyes and this the high price of fuel is is the biggest you know trigger right now that they have because literally middle class folk now having to decide gas or groceries yep yeah but you know trey what we can do what's that we can pray well it, it you know literally jr you just hit it, it, it that's about it we we are we are there. We we should start with that. We should end with that. That should be everything, and that's exactly what we need more than anything else. Because obviously the world's means are not going to deal with this. We're going to have to pray that the president's eyes will be open, that the other leaders of this country's eyes will be open, and that they'll turn back to God. Because they are all anti-God at the moment and moving us toward the end of the only hope that the world has for salvation as far as you know in worldly terms is this nation this nation crumbles and uh, evangelical christianity goes right with it so and trey also you haven't you haven't mentioned this we also have to and i pray every morning for our country our pastor really pricked us when biden got elected and said you know everybody all of us conservatives quit praying and this is when we need to pray more but I also pray that the scales would fall off the eyes of the media and that media would sure. begin to report the truth. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Thank you, Jr. and good luck out there with the horses. I appreciate it. And go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Uh, good morning. Uh, I agree with uh, Jr. Uh, a couple things. With Okay, one, uh, electric. Uh, what about people? Okay, think about fire trucks, ambulances, police, okay? Good luck there. Um, my husband is a dental technician, and he has different dentists in different counties, and he has to pick up and deliver, mm-hmm. do the work here, and then deliver it, pick up what they have. Yeah. How's, how's, he's got a, how's he's he going to have to eventually put it, I guess, in a – I guess. In a, this is the kind of thing that they never address, right? So I'm guessing put it in a box, whatever it is. Go get on the bus, ride back to your house, get in the shop, fix it, and then get back on the bus, 
and ride over to the dentist place and carry the box and uh, and deliver it. I think that's uh, that's basically what they're saying. Get out of your car and get into an electric bus because this is the way it's going to be from here on out. Hey, Andrew. Hey, I uh, just wanted to say, uh, why aren't we in the streets protesting this? I don't know. I mean, this affects everybody. Black Lives Matter and sure. FIFA, everyone that drives a car should be out there in their faces protesting it. You bet. Play, play their game, and but play it better. I, I think uh, I think a lot of people have been lulled into a sense of um, complacency, and uh, as long as that check shows up or the Lone Star card shows up, you know, and they can play their games on the right. computer, uh, then you know they're lulled into it. It, it doesn't affect me, right? And so I don't have to go anywhere, and you know, it's just we're lulled into a sense of of um, of complacency in, in America. It's it's a fact. It's the truth, man. How, yeah, how else? How else does somebody like Joe Biden get elected, <laughs> or Ron Nirenberg, you know, or Nelson Wolf? It's just complacency. It's just out and out. Nobody gives a crap. Don't take it easy. It's time to get out and start giving a crap. This is ridiculous. Yep. Hi, man. Thank you. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We can continue on this. I got a lot of other news stuff uh, to talk about. A federal judge has ordered Joe Biden to stop the mass release of illegal migrant children at the border. I'm going to talk to you more about that while over in Big Ben. They are apprehending more and more big groups, not just individual one-offs, but big Big groups are coming across the border. And what's interesting to me, and we'll talk about this in the next half hour, the defense secretary, you know, General Woke, Secretary Woke, Lloyd Austin, you know, that guys have got to be able to wear makeup and dresses to be in the military these days. And the most important issue for the military, he said his words, his white supremacy, dealing with the white supremacists in the military, his words, not mine. That same Lloyd Austin has just extended the stay for the National Guard in Washington, D.C. They're using the excuse of the truckers. Remember, they put up the fence around. Yeah, couldn't, can't put up a fence at the border. Can't put National Guard at the border. But they got him in D.C., and he just extended the stay because, you know, these truckers that are abiding by the law, these truckers that are clean and picking up after themselves, cleaning up after themselves. These truckers that are American citizens born and bred in America who are minding their business, in other words, taking care of their own business, the only thing they're doing is exercising their constitutional right to petition their government for a redress of their grievances. Those are the ones that have to face National Guard members and fences not people who are crossing our border illegally he has yet to put one national guard member on the border or build one square inch of fence hard-working americans they're paying all these taxes our retirees pay them who's not we've got some billionaires not paying it and we've got people that want free government stuff and they don't want to have any skin in the game all right that's uh rick scott good morning san antonio 538 550 KTSA FM 1071, Trey Ware Page, KTSA.com, Trey Ware Page, KTSA.com. And on the phone at 210-599-5555, we started off this morning talking about uh, Mayor Pete, Secretary of Transportation, and Kamala, <laughs> Giggles the Clown, Vice President, having a press conference yesterday and saying, well, the oil prices are what the oil prices are. This is what they're going to be. They, they did this on purpose, by the way. This is the Great Reset. Gas, groceries, you got to choose now. And we want you to get out of your vehicle, quit driving your vehicle, and get on public transportation. 
We're going to have electric buses for you to ride, you see. So the president's coming to Fort Worth today. I'm sure he's flying on an electric airplane, ain't he? Of course he is. Boy, wouldn't be putting himself on a plane that burns fossil fuels, would he? No. What's he coming to Texas for anyway? <laughs> we don't like you, Joe. <laughs> go to Delaware. Go to Vermont. Go somewhere. Go to California. Go somewhere where you're liked. We don't like you here, Joe. Anyway, 210-599-5555. So the question is, if you're just now waking up and you missed the last half hour, are you going to get out of your car, your truck, whatever you drive, and are you going to get into uh, public transportation, which is what the administration is now pushing? Look, guys, you're stuck with this, they say. This is the way it's going to be. They were raising the prices beforehand. It was going up before this war, as I said yesterday over and over again. Of course, the war is affecting it. Anytime you have a geopolitical issue like this going on, you're going to have the price of oil go up. But there's a lot of other issues as well. A lot of the oil producers need it to go up. They need to recoup some of their investments, so they're enjoying this, baby. They're not going to complain, jump up and down, holler, do anything about this. It's you and me in the middle class that are living through the Great Reset right now, which is the Great Reset is to weaken the middle class. You're going to have elites, and you're going to have the bottom. That's it, serfs. Elites, serfs is basically what you're going to have in America. That's worldwide, too. It's what they've done everywhere. You're going to live by a social score like they do over in communist China, and that's what they're doing. Uh, many people in the middle class right now have to start deciding, am I going to buy gas or am I going to buy groceries? Diesel fuel today over $5 a gallon, and the rest of it is over 4 Highest price it's ever been. And now the administration is signaling, we don't, look, hey, look, the war could end today. And we don't anticipate this is going to change or come down. We want you to get into electric buses. So you're going to ride an electric bus. You're going to ride their public transportation. 210-599-5555. In my case, I come in in the middle of the night. Uh, you're drunk or very confused if you think I'm going to get on a bus at midnight and try to find my way here in gangland, which is where which is where I work every day. No, it's not going to happen. So I'll find something else to do with my life that includes not riding a bus somewhere. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to live my life that way. We are Americans. We believe in freedom in this country. Freedom means, number one, the ownership of personal property. Part of the Great Reset is... Their slogan is, if you look it up and read something about it, you'll own nothing and you'll love it. Well, freedom is in the ownership of personal property, number one. And number two, being able to go where you want to, when you want to, how you want to. Now, they want to nationalize the energy grid in America. So crash the oil companies. You guys in the oil business that are in bed with the Biden administration because you're making a pot full of money right now on this, it's going to be over for you. You got you got a decade at the most, at the most, and then you're out of business if these people are successful at what they're doing. So uh, it's crash the oil business, go to an energy uh, electric grid with electric vehicles, primarily buses where we're all going to be cramped in together, Um and a few of us will have cars, and then nationalizing the energy business in America. It'll be a federal thing. And then they'll be able to control your movement wherever you want to go. There's there's discussions right now uh, trying to prevail 
people people in in governments are trying to prevail on Elon Musk to get him to turn off the Tesla cars in Russia. Did you know that? Elon is getting bombarded. Some very powerful people are trying to get him to turn off all the Teslas. You know why? Because he can. He can. He can turn them off. And the people that have those cars in, in Russia can't go anywhere. And that includes, obviously, some people with, with money over in Russia that are helping to fund the war because you got to have money to buy one of those cars. Ain't cheap. <laughs> Nothing about them. Cheap. And now that they're getting rid of fossil fuels or driving up the prices of fossil fuels, electric cars and uh, electric uh, transportation is going to become much more expensive. Hey, there's a poll out today from Quinnipiac University. Quinnipiac is a decent polling firm, but they lean left. They said a majority of Democrats would flee the United States during an invasion. A majority of Republicans would stay and fight. <laughs> 68% of Republicans would remain and fight if we were invaded. 60% of Democrats say that they'd leave the country <laughs> rather than fight for the United States. I wish I could say I was shocked. We will defend every square inch of NATO territory. Well, we're already in a war, so, you know, with Russia when we're supplying what we're doing and everything else, it's it's already here. Good morning. It's uh, 551 at KTSA. So how about a family night out? We're going to go to Steakhouse Kids and go check out a movie. So we pile all the kids, get them, gather them all up, and we pile them all together and throw them in the back of the electric bus. <laughs> you got to walk over to the bus stop, and you got to stand there with the kids, and it's either August and 500 degrees, or it's January, February, and two below. And you got to stand there and wait for the bus to come, because the bus comes when the bus comes. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't come when you want it to come. You're, you're not in charge. You, you wait for them to send your ride to you. Because, of course, you've got more than 2.4. <laughs> you screwed up and had four kids. You know, if you wouldn't have had kids then you wouldn't be in the position of having to rely on the government to get you where you need to go. You might, if you didn't have all those kids, you might be able to afford a little bit of gasoline. Oh, not gasoline. You'd be able to afford a little bit of electricity for a car of some kind. Maybe one of those that you fold up and put in your back pocket. But you had kids. And now, am I going to feed my kids... Or am I going to buy electricity for the car? Are these electric cars going to come with a Flintstones option? They are. The bottom floor So the kids the... can run. That's exactly right. Get out and push, kids. That's how we're going to get to wherever we're going to go. And so you gather up all the kids, and you head on down to the bus stop, and you wait for the bus to come. Oh, that's not the right one, kids. Sorry. Next one. And you wait. Oh, nope. Sorry. It's not that one either. And then you find out they canceled yours, so then you got to tell the kids we got to walk back home because we can't make it to where we need to go. And then, of course, you got the whole grocery store thing. You want to get up and, uh, and, and run to the grocery store. Maybe you want to have some friends over, throw a little something on the grill, have a little bit of a good time in the backyard, so you need to run up to H-E-B. No, you can't because you got to wait on the bus. 
And then think about once you go through the ATB, you got bags and bags and bags and bags. I stopped at Walmart on the way home yesterday. I had six bags. Six bags. So you got six of those plastic bags. That's right. And you're going to sit on an electric bus and ride your fanny. It's not going to drop you off at the front door. It's going to drop you off approximately three or four miles from your house. So three or four miles. In August, you're going to be carrying bags of food. The eggs are going to be cooked by the time you make it home or ruined salmonella creatures, one or the other, by the time you get home. This is this administration's plan. They want you to give up your vehicle, and they want you in an electric bus to ride around is what she said yesterday. She and he. Well, is he a he? Well, I guess he is. Anyway, talking about Pete Booty and Kamala Harris yesterday, said it's time for you to give up your vehicle and transition. Now, we are in the transition phase, they say. We are officially transitioning. And that's why you are not to expect the price of oil, gasoline, diesel fuel, or anything to come down as long as these folks are in office because their official position is we are transitioning off of fossil fuels. And if you can't afford the high price of gasoline or diesel fuel, then you need to get on an electric bus and ride the bus. Are you going to get on an electric bus and ride daniel go ahead you're on hey good morning trey uh i have a sign in my car that says uh miss trump at the pump and it's a reflective sign yeah uh i just wanted to comment you know i've been saying this since i started listening to your show uh the u.s is looking more like a third world country and in a way you know this is going to sound very machiavellian but i feel it's going to be a great lesson if gas prices get to seven eight dollars because hopefully those people that were angry at Trump's tweets and at his attitude and whatever will hopefully learn that it's always a choice between the lesser of two evils and we always want less government, but we should have made a different choice and elections do have consequences. So in a way, I'm kind of happy to see that this is happening. So hopefully people will awaken. So it kind of gives me some hope, just like with the school board situation I think people will wake up because it affects their daily life. So and then do what? I, I, I agree with you, Daniel, and I, I said that a couple of weeks ago, that, that uh, out of these rising prices, will hopefully people are going to wake up. That, that people who are not politically uh, astute, who don't follow politics in their life, you know, that they do do other things and politics doesn't matter to them. Well, you know, and I've seen them on TV. They're, they're at the gas pump, and the TV guys are there, and they, they're just shocked when they see how much it costs to fill up their little cars now, their SUVs or whatever they're driving. They just freak out when they look at the price of how much it costs now. So I hope you're right. Well, but by that point, is there anything that can be done? That's my question. I, I think, you know, hopefully, assuming we can trust the election system in most states, uh, it will direct their, their decisions at the local level because uh, obviously you have, you know, places like San Antonio. I was just, you know, there a couple of days ago flying back from Mexico and right out of, outside of the airport, there's graffiti on a sign uh, right right outside the airport. I mean, this is this is becoming Seattle. And so what you start seeing is the push of cities like San Antonio for electric, for, you know, the Bia bus uh, station that they made in Stone Oak and stuff like that. Wow. Uh, I mean, that's the mindset of the yeah. city council. 
it does affect local decisions, even though obviously this is a global situation. Gas prices in Mexico are $5. In Guatemala, they're already $5. And these are not rich countries, by the way. Yeah, and I so I feel like, yes, what to do? I, I Hopefully it'll get people thinking. I mean, and hopefully they'll make the, the right choice uh, in this uh, midterms. 210-599-5555. Thank you, as always, Daniel. Appreciate that very much. Hey, listen, we're up and down weather-wise this week. We're going to be a little bit down today, just in the 40s and 50s today. Uh, and then really warm the next couple of days. And then Friday, boom, shock lock. It goes right back down. It's going to get nice and cold on Friday. But then it starts to warm up this weekend, and it looks like it's going to be a warm-up from there on out. Back in a minute. Dial NHS line one one one. Thank you. All right, 608 now, KTSA. Trey Ware here. Good to have you with us at 210-599-5555. There's Don, there's Chris, there's Elaine, and you're on the phone at 210-599-5555. Got some border news I want to talk about here in a couple of seconds, and the defense secretary and how that factors into some uh, border news. Uh, there's a bill over in uh, Florida that's pretty interesting I want to talk about a little bit. And, of course, the left is distorting the truth of that bill, so I'm going to get that to you in a minute. And a school district in Texas telling teachers, saddle up, baby, arm up. You may have to defend the kids someday. And, of course, it's controversy because on the left you can't have teachers having guns in the school. <laughs> no. Okay, and we'll talk about that. So see what you think. Hey, Eddie, morning to you. Trey, good morning. Thank you for keeping everybody else, everybody in our neck of the woods awake. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you listening. What's going on? I know that the last call that you had was saying that all these gas prices might help uh, waking more people up. But I'm just wondering, it's just a train of thought that came into me, and I was just wondering how it would play out. Okay. Brandon's coming to Texas. Say something happens to him. Kabuki takes over. Gas prices go back to two dollars, and she comes out smelling cleaner than a than a baby out of the tub. So I'm just I'm, I'm trying to that. I, no, that's not well. First of all, Eddie, thank you for the call. But second of all, we don't wish ill on anybody. Okay, so we're going to pray that uh, nothing ever happens like that. But also. No, it's not going to happen, Eddie. Um, this is all cooked in, and and I'll get it. You know, I'm going to drive down a little bit deeper into the Great Reset and how that's all playing out and what what's happening right now. And believe you me, I'm not going to take us into the weeds and, and get boring. It's actually pretty interesting what they're doing and how they're massaging us and moving us more and more toward a global uh, communism, and that includes high oil and gas prices to collapse the middle class. Um, you're going to have the elites, you're going to have the serfs, and nothing in between. Uh, the, what they're doing is they're pricing the middle class out of the market now. And they're doing it on, on, on different fronts, just not oil and gas prices, guys. This is also bringing in a bunch of cheap labor that's going to cause wage pressure on the middle class. In other words, the middle class was expanding and growing and getting richer. The, middle, the middle class was moving ahead under Donald Trump because middle class was making more money and that entire sector of our economy was growing like crazy, right? So it was getting better to be in the middle class under Donald Trump. Then the border was open, and I'm going to get to some of this border news. Then the border was open, and that's bringing in a bunch of cheap, cheap, cheap labor that's going to compete for people, uh, for jobs for people in the middle class. And that's going to lower the price of labor for the middle class. At the same time, a lot of people in the middle class will have to start to decide, do I buy groceries or gas? Much less go to a movie. Much less have my daughter in dance. Much less have my boy in baseball. 
Oh, man, that was misogynistic, wasn't it? Much less have my boy in dance, my daughter in baseball. Is that a little more 2022 for you? So, um, and anything else that I may want to do, much less being able to do anything else at all. We got to collapse the middle class, which is what they're about. And they're willing to do the okey-doke, as I told you, been telling you, they're willing to do the okey-doke on, on, uh, on elections. Come on. <laughs> Are we so dumb that we don't see what's going on in Harris County with a bunch of mail-in ballots that show up between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. in the Democrat primary? Who are you kidding? Come on now. You know what my dad used to say? You can't BS a BSer. In fact, Don, get this. I don't know. You know, I don't know your dad. He just had a birthday, right? I don't. I don't know your dad. My dad brought me home a sign when I was four years old. He said, "If you can't dazzle him with brilliance, baffle him with bull." <laughs> That's what the sign said. Yeah. And uh, he, I was four, and he hung that up in my bedroom, and I had to look at that every day. <laughs> kind of explains a lot about me, right. doesn't it? You yeah, got to catch on, right? Sure. But uh, that's what we're being. That's what's happening to us right now. Is you can't bull mm, a bull mm, or, and that's you know. So that's what they're trying to do with all of this. Get us out of our uh, vehicles that we like to drive and put us in electric vehicles. And I'm not going to do it. So how was your day yesterday? It was okay. Yeah. Nothing too exciting. Okay. Took it easy. Well, not not so much. There's always something to do, but it wasn't crazy. Right. You know, unpacked from our from our time away. It's a little but, bit slower right now because this is the first week of a two week drive of of uh, uh, spring break. So I guess yeah. some are off this week, and some are going to be off next week, wow. and then they come back from spring break and take another week off for because you got to have I guess a break from the spring break. <laughs> you need a recovery week, <laughs> hangover week, yeah. <laughs> so the teachers can get over their hangovers. Boy, teachers can drink. They can they can put it away, man. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever been in a place on a Friday afternoon with a bunch of teachers in there? I used to date a lady who was Well, there a you go. Now you know. know. Right. Yeah. So they can put it away. They know margaritas oh. inside and out. Well, you know, I, I, you remember <laughs> when you were a kid and you would go back to the teacher's lounge uh-huh. and you would open the door and like this blue... F- it was amazing, man. <laughs> East Terrell Hills Elementary, right around the corner from the radio station. Yeah, and I, I would have to go in there every once in a while because I'd have to take something to a teacher. I was the, the head guy on the patrols. I was the captain of the patrols. Oh, it's so, a tray where a narc back in the day. Well, no, I wasn't narking on anybody, right. but there were paperwork things that had to do and all that kind of stuff. And I also raised the flag in the morning. It was the flag okay. raiser. Sure. So I had to go in the teacher's lounge every once in a while to take care of some business of some kind, make a copy of something. That's the only copy. It's a mimeograph machine with that purple crap. Yeah. You remember those? I do. And I have to walk in there, and I swear I'd come out smelling like I had been in Netta's tap room for four hours. <laughs> you just a smoke. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and everything else. Right. You know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that vodka ever made it there, but, you know. You know, it, it sure smelled like <laughs> some of them could have been blowing a blue flame. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So that's how it went. It's always fun. Well, you know, knowing knowing some of the kids I went to school with, I don't blame them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of jerks. You went to school with jerks. See, I had yeah. I went to school with the perfect children group. Oh no, man, our I guys were the, perfect. I with some, there were some real jerks in my class. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah. Were you one of them? 
No. Okay. Not at all. I just keep waiting. You know, I I just kind of like I do here. I go in, do my thing, and go home. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. But I I minded myself because I knew that by the time I got home, Dad was going to do everything that I did. Because he was friends with all of them. Sure. They were all beer drinking buddies and hung out together. So I knew, you know, when I got home, (laughs) I ain't ain't afraid of the teacher at the school. And and the paddle, I am afraid of walking in that front door. Mm -hmm. I knew what was going to happen. So you stayed out of trouble because of that. Tried to. Right. Most of my life. I'm making up for it now. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, Elaine can, you know, paddle you if that's what it takes. Uh, She does. uh, (laughs) Just for good measure on a Friday morning. That's how we start our Friday mornings. That's right. <laughs> hey, how do I get in on that? <laughs> oh, money. Yeah, that's all it takes. She said it takes a 20. Yeah. That's what she said. So there you go. Just so happens. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was payday for yeah. Don. Yeah. Uh, uh, text- I got a C note in the wallet here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you're paying a little bit too yeah, much. Lane's thinking you're going to be limping home by the time Prices I'm went up. <laughs> A uh, a Texas federal judge has ordered President Joe Biden to stop the mass release of illegal immigrant children crossing the southern border into the country. That's not like he's going to stop, though. You know, he doesn't pay attention to what the judges say. Judge Mark Pittman's order prevents Biden from exempting minor migrants from uh, from Title Forty Two. Record number of minor illegal immigrants have come in under Joe Biden. Biden, and one of the big problems we're having right now, the Big Bend sector because it's out kind of in the wilderness right it is being overrun with large groups so like what we have in in del rio and what we have down in the valley usually that's kind of like family sizes although some large groups will come through we remember the whole deal under the bridge in del rio right but uh for the most part you know it's kind of clusters of smaller groups that have come across <clears throat> the out in uh, the big bend sector they're seeing masses and masses and they're overwhelming the uh, guys down there they just can't get to all of them so it, it's it, uh, whatever you're being told about you know the border and all that being under control it is not it's wide open and our guys are doing all they can do this is nothing about our border patrol they're doing all that they can do this is just uh the administration has taken a stance on the border and their stance on the border is there will be no border that's their stance that's their position no border and so it is horrendous. I got some more pictures from a, a friend who is a uh, ranch owner. He sent me some more pictures yesterday of the mess and the junk and the trash that's on his ranch that's being left by the illegal aliens who are crossing. Meanwhile, and I'm going to put this on uh, on Joe Biden because his policies, an illegal alien deported from the United States nine times came back into the United States and is accused now of repeatedly molesting his nine-year-old niece in Grovetown, Georgia. Jorge Malera, 49 years old, illegal alien, charged with child molestation. Joe, it's on you, big boy. You had a chance to shut this down. You had a chance to increase border security. And this guy's back here and allegedly has been repeatedly molesting his nine-year-old niece. According to, get this, according to Grovetown Department of Public Safety Sergeant Matt Williamson, Malera explained his actions by telling police through an interpreter that Hondurans are just touchy and friendly, you know. I had the best intentions when I was doing it. Is there any reason why we shouldn't prosecute him and if he is found guilty, we shouldn't execute him? Any reason at all? 
Hey, Mike, go ahead. You're on KTSA. Hey, good morning, Trey. I've got uh, one comment. You, uh-huh. know, you, you kept up with, the, uh, with all the current events since the elections were stolen. And you've done a good job. My, my comment is, where are the Republicans at? I hear crickets out of the Republicans. Boy, I do, too, and it's frustrating. I ask them all the time. I, I'm going to have, um, at 7.35, I'm having Chip Roy on. He's making noise, but, man, I, it's hard to find anybody, isn't it, Mike? Excuse me. Let, let me say this, and I may be wrong, but I, I believe I'm right. Did did Chip Roy not vote with the Democrats? He did. Impeach Trump. Um, I don't know on the impeachment. I don't remember the impeachment, but he did on something else. And I've asked him about it, and he has since regretted the uh, the vote that he made. But I, I'm not sure on the okay. impeachment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Anyway, I just wanted you to kind of uh, touch base on that. Anyway, hey, I enjoy your show. I've I've listened to you for a long time. I even uh, kind of knew your dad at one point. Uh, you guys racing and everything. It was it's all cool. Well, anyway, that's great. Thanks for the, thanks for responding to my call. I appreciate you coming on, Mike. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. We have every reason to pivot quickly. We should be having a national American solar program. We should have a climate emergency. Uh, we should be transitioning to offshore uh, wind, and we should be doing it in partnership and leading the world uh, in this effort uh, to end this addiction to oil, this damage to the client, and the enrichment of people like Putin. So that is Senator Merkley saying we need a climate crisis, and of course that's on the heels of Kamala Harris, the Vice President Pete Booty yesterday, both saying it's time for you to get out we are transitioning this is our moment of transition we are transitioning away from oil and gasoline that's why the prices are up as high as they are to bring maximum pressure on you to get you out of your car or your truck or whatever it is you drive and get you in an electric bus they want you to get rid of your vehicle that's based on fossil fuels and get an electric bus now, I don't know how they're going to make the tires for that bus. The seats that go in it. The wheels that the tires go on. The aluminum parts and pieces. The steering wheel. The doors. The steps. The paint that goes on it, the AC unit, the heating unit, the grommets, the rubbers that goes around and keeps you nice and warm, seals it up, the screws, the bolts, the washers, the nuts. Not real sure how they're going to make the upholstery that goes on the seats. Oh, wait, no upholstery, huh? Not real sure how they're going to pull all this off once they crash the oil industry and put you on an electric whatever it is. Because, you see, the fact of the matter is you can't have an electric bus without the oil industry. <laughs> it's, it is not possible. <laughs> But I tell you what, Kamala, I'll make a deal with you. Just like I have on the gun issue. 
you tell all them boys who follow you around with nice-looking suits who talk into their wrists who have automatic weapons, something I can't even have, you tell them to go bye-bye, and I'll get rid of my guns. That's always been my deal. You guys lead by example. So the first dang time I see you, Kamala, ride an electric bus around Washington, D.C. with the rest of us, then I'll have a I'll have a conversation with you about maybe giving up my vehicle. I probably still won't because you're not going to take my freedom away. You're not going to take my freedom away. You may take my voice away. You may cancel this show, and I may have to go do something else to put food on the table. And I will. But you're not going to take my freedom of movement in this country that my forefathers died, fought and died for. You're not going to take it away. I'll move around this damn country anywhere, anytime I want to go in my preferred choice of transportation. And we will take this country back. It will happen, Kamala. It will happen, Pete. And I'm not even going to talk to Joe because he's not even conscious enough for me to say anything to him. All right, I want to tell you something. Um, it, in these times when food is real expensive and they're driving up the costs on everything, uh, I have turned back to what I used to do when I was in the ranching business with my dad, and I'm I'm going to fill up my own freezer, all right? And I'm uh, doing this through uh, Primo Processing, and you can too. So uh, I've, I've got some chow on the way that's going to go in my freezer. Uh, I just uh, made a deal with a young lady who raised a pig, and uh, that pig is going to go in my freezer. So that's what uh, they can do at Primo Processing through their sharing program. Now, it used to be my dad and I, with Mom and Nancy, the four of us, we'd put a, 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 a beef, one beef and one pig in our freezers for the four of us for a year. And we did that every year, and it was great. And it cut down on our expenses at the grocery store, obviously. We had the meat that we wanted, all the meat that the four of us could eat. And then the kids came along. We had plenty for them as well. Well, I don't have time in my world right now to go back into the ranching business and do that full time. But at Primo, and, and you probably don't either. you got a life to live, probably don't care about being in the ranching business. Well, at Primo Processing, in their sharing program, they can make a connection with some you and somebody who is in the ranching business. And then you can buy the meat from that person. And then Primo Processing can do the processing on it, and you'll be happy to have a freezer full of meat. Do what I did and call Primo Processing at 210, or I'm sorry, at 830-521-DEER and talk with them about the SHARE program. That's 830-521-DEER. Say, Trey was talking about the SHARE program. How can I get in on this? How can I stock up my freezer? And they're the best at the, in the world of helping you do that. That's Primo Processing, 830. License number TECL 34221. <laughs> Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yep. Stay connected. The real Jack Riccardi? Hot dog, baby. How much did we have to pay him to get on this show? Anyway, I call him the professor. 638, good morning, Trey Ware, KTSA. Right there's Don, Chris, Elaine, 210-599-5555. I call this guy a partner in helping bring the truth to light. Yep, he's one of the few... Journalists in America who digs deep into a story in order to expose the truth. Jay Avila from News 4 San Antonio joining me on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. I'm glad you're back, man. Good morning. Good morning, Trey. Nice to talk to you again. Good to talk with you. What's going on? Something about segregation. I saw a promo. Segregation in the schools now. What is happening? 
Well, of course, there's a a national debate going on right now with uh, parents demanding more transparency about what's being taught in schools. Uh, Some educators pushing back, saying we're not teaching anything controversial. There doesn't need to be more transparency. Um, So with that as a backdrop, um, some parents in San Antonio told me about an experiment, a segregation experiment that took place at a Northside ISD elementary school. So we're talking about fifth grade students, 10 years of age in January. Um, they were uh, part of this segregation experiment where kids were segregated according to hair color. So when they came in, they, the kids had no idea what was going on. The parents hadn't been told ahead of time. When the kids came in, the, the dark-haired kids were told, you know, to stay in one area. The fair-haired kids, you know, blonde-haired, red-haired kids told to stay in another part of the classroom. And uh, they were treated differently. In the, in the words of the three parents that I spoke to and one 10-year-old who was in the classroom, um, the fair-haired kids were singled out for more uh, rude kind of aloof treatment. And um, at one point, the whole class was told the fair-haired kids are not as intelligent as the other kids. There was uh, a game given. A game was given for the dark-haired kids to play. Oh, this, Jay, this is that CRT crapola. Well, um, whether, you know, parents don't care whether it's called a critical race theory or whether oh. there's elements that are seeping into the classroom oh. by individual teachers. Uh-huh. All they care about is, you know, what's being taught? Am I aware of it? And so um, this, this is an older experiment that's been done in a different number of ways by uh, teachers who um, have believed that racism should be uh, taught to a fuller extent in the classroom. Um, but in this instance, uh, for example, there was a, a game that was given for kids to play by the dark haired kids and the fair haired kids were given a game that was intentionally, uh, didn't have all the pieces so they couldn't play. And then afterwards, the fair haired kids were told to clean up after the, the dark haired kids, you know, it, this basically went on for most of the school day and the kids weren't even told what was going on until the afternoon. And according to the, the parents and the 10 year old I spoke to, you know, it was the talk of recess. You know, the kids were confused and wondering, why are we being treated this way? What school? This was uh, Leon Springs Elementary in the Northside School District. You know, I just and, had uh, I, I just had some, some folks from Northside Independent School District, although I understand all the districts had people there, or many of them did anyway. They just had some seminars here last week that were kind of flying under the radar that were uh, showing their social workers how to get CRT into the school, even if it was banned in the school. So if the governor said no CRT or the legislature, this is nationwide, passed a deal that said no CRT is going to be taught in the school, uh, they, they were showing these social workers and teachers how to go around the rules in order to uh, put CRT in there. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you that's what this was. This was, hey, we can't do this officially. We can't call it critical race theory, right? But what we'll do is we'll play a little game here and we'll separate the fair haireds from the dark haireds and we'll say, fair haireds, y'all are racist, y'all suck, and dark haireds, y'all are great, and this is the way we're going to do it. And they, they, they mess with these, and you, you said 10 year olds, right? Yes. <sighs> yeah, they were. Lord in heaven, and, help us. From what I understand, it was uh, the um, all the fifth graders in that uh, fifth grade teachers in that uh, in that school were um, agreed to be part of the uh, experiment to hold it in their different classrooms, except for one teacher. I believe there was one holdout who who wouldn't didn't want to be take part in it. But um, well, but good for him or her, end, whoever that is. 
they, there was also a second element to this in that kids were those kids were also um, made to watch a documentary by uh, Spike Lee about the uh, bombing of the church in Birmingham, Alabama, in 1963. The documentary is called Four Little Girls." Excellent documentary for adults, um, but you know it's not age appropriate because it includes uh, you know autopsy photos of the four little girls who were killed. Um, And uh, that was another thing that the parents had objected to that I go into in in the story. Um, But uh, the the long and the short of it is, you know, once we brought it to the school district, the school district said, uh, no question, the segregation experiment and the documentary were not age appropriate. We're not going to do it again. Oh, well, but you already did it. You know, that's the problem. You already did it, and you already put this notion in these kids' heads. And, you know, I'll say this to all schools, and this is not Jay Avila talking. This is me talking. Quit screwing with the kids' heads. Leave them alone. Um, Jay, thank you. What time is the uh, is the story going to air tonight? This will be tonight at 10 on uh, News 4, uh, WOAI-TV. All right. We'll, we'll check it out, Jay. As always, man, thank you. He's a... Uh, I'll let you go. Thank you very much. Have a good day, Jay, and we'll watch it tonight at 10 o'clock. Uh, he's he's out there digging stories like this and bringing it to light. You know, over in, in Florida, same topic. Over in Florida, they have a bill before their legislature over there that says you cannot teach, not actually, it's not teach, you cannot fill the heads of kindergarten to third graders, so you're talking five years old to nine-year-old, with the gay, lesbian, transgender crapola. That, that's the bill. That kids from five to nine need to be, you know, talking about the colors on the palette, you know, primary, secondary colors. They need to be learning the alphabet, A, B, C, D. They need to be learning to stand on one foot. That's what they need to be doing. But instead, in schools all across America, including right here, they are stuffing their heads with the agenda from the left and the LGBTQ and whatever else it is now, including, you know, the transgender. Oh, you, 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 I know you think you're a boy, but you're actually a girl. And so they've got a law or, you know, it's a bill right now that says, you can't teach that stuff. Now, let me tell you what the left wing has done. Let me tell you what the gay and lesbian alliance p- folks have done in Florida. They have dubbed the bill can't say gay bill. Can't say gay. Can't say gay. So they've been walking around in Florida. The left wing nut jobs have been marching around Florida going, gay, 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 gay. And how gay is that, right? Gay, 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 gay. Because you can't say gay this bill. Well, guess what? bill doesn't say that the bill does not say that so a reporter meets up with ron desantis yesterday future president of the united states and says to governor desantis why do you support the can't say gay bill and ron desantis says is that what the bill says well i i'm just asking if you support the can't say gay bill and ron desantis says show me in the bill where it says you can't say gay Reporter couldn't do it. Reporter had to back down. Reporter's name is Evan Donovan, by the way. The reporter, Evan Donovan, obviously working for the far-left gay you know, agenda. Doesn't say that. 
DeSantis, thank God, he's got the you-know-whats to back him down. That's why he needs to be president of this great country. I went through the bill. I don't live in Florida, but I have a duty to you. So I went through the bill. You want to know what this bill is about? I'll sum it up for you. Parental control of the education of their children. Got a section here. Classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. Nowhere is the word gay mentioned. It prohibits any school procedures from impeding a parent from accessing certain records, encouraging a student to withhold such information from a parent, or discouraging parental notification and critical decisions. You know why? Because these teachers are teaching this crap to these kids and saying, now don't go home and tell mommy and daddy. You remember when, when the kids were at home during a pandemic and mom would walk by and say, what the hell are they teaching you? Again, from the bill. The procedures must reinforce the fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children by requiring school district personnel to encourage a student to discuss issues relating to his or her well-being with his or her parent. Such procedures may not impede parents from accessing any of the student's education and health records created, maintained, or used by the school district. You know why? You know why that's in there? Because the school districts are keeping parents from getting a hold of their own kids' records. Now, that's in Florida. That's to my Florida listeners. You know what? It's happening right here in Texas, too. Not just Florida. Now, I'm behind on the break. Let me get Elvis real quick. Go ahead, Elvis. Hey, uh, in terms of uh, kids doing the segregation drills, uh, we did the same thing in 1975 in uh, Northside Independent School District in uh, fifth grade. We did it by eye color. Then in the second room, we did it by girls and boys. And then in the third room, we were asked, you know, how did that feel? What was wrong about it? And so forth. And nobody freaked out. Uh, Okay. Well, this is CRT, and what they're teaching fair-haired children now is you suck and you're a racist just because you're white. That's what they teach them now. What do you think about yeah, that, Elvis? Huh? Well, I just think I think it's a little bit off to the uh, you know side. As long as there was, it's not no off to the DNA side. It's I, criminal, Elvis. They're teaching people yeah. that to that because they were born a certain skin color, they are racist, Elvis. That's what they're teaching in CRT. Well, we didn't get the racist angle back No, then, you didn't get the racist angle. You know why? Because back then they believed that skin color shouldn't matter. That's where we were back then when you and I were in school, Elvis. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. It's horrific what's going on. Absolutely horrific. If you're not informed, and Elvis, you're not, about what's going on today, inform yourself. You've got to be informed about what they're teaching kids in the schools right now, and it's awful. I want to tell you about our friends over at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. Speaking of kids in school, for the past two years, kids in schools have had to wear masks. And now they're afraid to take the mask off because they have been so taught that if they take the mask off, either they're going to be harming others or they're going to be harmed when they're around somebody without a mask. The mental health crisis is huge. And what has happened to our children has been awful. Adolescents and teens going through anxiety and depression and isolation addiction issues have soared in the past two years and your friends over at laurel ridge treatment center 
They're here to help. They've got outpatient day treatment programs. They have inpatient options to fit your needs. And everything can be done to help your family members. And not just teens and adolescents, but adults as well. At Laurel Ridge, they're there 24-7 to answer any kind of question and offer a free assessment. So if you need help or you know somebody who does, call Laurel Ridge at 210-49. Ukrainian cities during a lull in the fighting. Ian Panel is in Kiev. We've been seeing some heartbreaking scenes here. We're on the road to Irpin, this town that has been under heavy Russian bombardment for three days. Because the bridge there has been detonated, it means people aren't able to drive out with vehicles. So we're seeing ambulances ferrying backwards and forwards with people who are clearly highly distressed. A lot of elderly people coming out today, some of them just struggling to walk. A man expected to recover after he was gunned down on a downtown San Antonio street. Police got the call at about 2.30 this morning from Avenue E and 3rd Street. A man in his 20s was lying in the middle of the street. Now, at first, the officers thought the man had been hit by a car, but they soon found out he'd been shot in the back. He was rushed to the hospital and is in stable condition. Investigators are still working the case, and they're trying to determine why the man was shot and who pulled the trigger. They did interview some people who were nearby who said they heard the gunshots but didn't see anything. The victim's name hasn't been released. The Harris County Republican Party is suing County Elections Administrator Isabel Longoria for her office's handling of last week's primary. Harris County GOP Chair Cindy Siegel, legal counsel Steve Mitby, State Senator Paul Betancourt announcing the breach of contract lawsuit in a press conference. They talked about the 10,000 vote discrepancy in mail-in ballots that came up over the weekend, along with other problems with the primary. Betancourt says Longoria needs to resign or be fired over the debacle. Well, there's no escaping the pain at the pump. Gas prices are now the highest they've ever been, up to $4.17 today for a gallon of regular unleaded. That's according to the latest stats from AAA, and it beats the old record of four ten a gallon set during the Great Recession back in 2008. I'm Trey Thomas. Bear County deputies trying to identify him, someone who shot and killed a horse in the southeast part of the county. It took place in January on FM 1937 near South Loop 1604. The horse's owner found the animal dead in the morning after hearing gunshots the night before. Deputies found several shell casings that appeared to be from a rifle. Anyone with information about the shooting asked to call Bear County deputies. It's 7.02, Greg Popovich finding himself in some exclusive company. Rudy J tells us more with the Morning Sports Report. In the NBA, the San Antonio Spurs snapped their four-game losing streak with a 117-110 win over the Los Angeles Lakers. And with it, Spurs head coach Greg Popovich tied Don Nelson all-time coaching wins in the NBA. DeJounte Murray led the way with 26 points, while Jakob Pertl and Josh Richardson each added 18 in the win. Pop can move into first place by himself with a win tomorrow against the Raptors. In college basketball, the UTSA Roadrunners start Conference USA tournament action tonight as they'll face Southern Mississippi. Tip-off between the Roadrunners and Golden Eagles is set for 7 o'clock this evening. In the NFL, the Dallas Morning News' Calvin Watkins reports the Cowboys are seriously considering assigning the franchise tag to impending free agent tight end Dalton Schultz. The franchise tag for tight ends this year is valued at $10.9 million, and the final day for teams to utilize their tags is at 3 o'clock today.
I'm Rudy J for San Antonio Sports Star ESPN. AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. It's 7.03 AccuWeather. Aaron Rima, 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, Trey Ware here, and Sean says he'll be back on Thursday. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here with a guy that, you know, is affectionately known as B.A. for Badass. He's right over there, Don Morgan. Good to visit with you. I thought it was Chris. Well... No, Chris is known as the scientist because he's over there mixing up some really weird <laughs> stuff, man. Beakers boiling, you know. Right. And this one over here, I just called the boss, um, Elaine. <laughs> Don't I call you the boss? That's right. Elaine Rodriguez right over here. So as we kick off another edition of the Wear and Rhyme program on, uh, on KTSA, and by the way, all over the world, too. I love getting the calls that we get from places like Pennsylvania, California, Florida, even Oklahoma. We got the folks on the Indian Reservation. I said Indian Reservation. Uh-oh. <clears throat> um, listening up in Oklahoma, and thank you very much for that. We appreciate that. Uh, in, in a couple of minutes, I'll be talking about the whole bus issue and the electric bus, and are you going to ride? A, uh, we'll get into all that transportation stuff. Something everybody's got to hear, and I put this on my Facebook page if you want to see it, because you got to—you you really should see her. Uh, she's a four-year-old or thereabouts Ukrainian girl. She's underground because bombs are going off overhead. You know, one thing. There's a big story this morning that, uh, and I'll just say it this way: you want to start World War Three, Vladimir Putin keep killing innocent people as they're trying to leave. We we had the horrific stories yesterday. Of how he told everybody, y'all can go ahead and go, cease fire for you to leave. And they they got on their routes to go, and he had landmined the routes, supposedly, and then started shooting them like fish in a barrel as they were trying to leave, right? Innocent uh, Ukrainians. So some of them are underground in, like, bunker-type things, hiding out, uh, trying to stay away from the bombs and all that. So you've got the sea of humanity under there. And this little four-year-old Ukrainian girl stands up. We all remember the movie Frozen, right? Remember the song Let It Go? Mm-hmm. Listen to this. as well got uh, bombs overhead um, raining down on her city 
her life will never be the same again, right? Mm, no. Some of her friends and family member, I'm quite sure, are gone, and she'll never see them again. Mm. But, you know, you as you heard, she was singing, and, and, and when she was done, there was this applause. Ooh. But the, the, the 90 seconds of peace that she brought to them yeah, it was beautiful. That's exactly Absolutely. right. Yeah. And not a dry eye. No, I'm sure. I mean, I don't have a dry eye now. And uh, that was, at that moment, that's exactly what those folks needed. Right. So God bless that little girl and uh, whoever taught her to sing. <laughs> God bless them, too. I, I, I couldn't. And that's the thing at first. I'm like, she's four? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> four or five. I, I, yeah, I, I, but they, still. they said this is a four or five year old yeah. girl. They don't know the exact age, but right. something like that. And uh, just beautiful and a beautiful voice too, mm-hmm. standing there in a sea of humanity right. underground. You know, very angelic voice. Yes, so. yes. You know what? You may have just said exactly where the voice came from. Probably may have been a voice of an angel. All right, seven eleven out KTSa. So Joe Biden should right now waive requirements to the summer blends that adds fifteen to twenty cents per gallon. He should also kill the ethanol mandate. There's very little benefit. It's only benefiting corn farmers. That's it. There's very little environmental benefit from the ethanol mandate. Kill it now. Saves money every gallon. Unblock the Keystone Pipeline that he blocked up the very first day, that the, the day of his inauguration. He should greenlight every domestic product, every domestic project that is being done to drill. He should greenlight every one of them, taking off the restrictions, getting the government out of the way, and allowing these producers to get on with it right now. Because the bottom line is, it takes years from the time you apply to the time you're pumping to the time you get it to market. It takes years. Greenlight it. Hurry it up. He should be talking up U.S. production for more investment. Right now, one of the problems is he's been talking down U.S. production, and so investment is not there. Having people invest for the long haul, for a long-term return, is just not there. And he should offer investment incentives now on domestic production. He can do those things if he had not declared a war on U.S. oil and gas, which is exactly what he did. I'll give you some facts about this, and then I'm going to take a break, and I'll come back and talk to you more. From 2016 until his inauguration, until Joe Biden's inauguration, so the Trump years, the U.S. was a net exporter in five out of eight weeks, with the U.S. exporting 1.9 barrels for every imported barrel. In his first 57 weeks in office... Joe Biden changed all of that. The U.S. now is a net importer of oil in four out of every five weeks, with the U.S. importing six and a half barrels for every one that we export. So he flipped it upside down. Remember, Donald Trump wanted to dominate, dominate the international oil and gas market. Joe Biden in 57 weeks has flipped that completely upside down. As a result of the Biden White House's uh, declared war on the U.S. oil and gas industry, Putin's economic fortunes have turned around the last two years. Dependence on Russian oil has skyrocketed over the past year. In 2020, U.S. imports of Russian crude, 28 million barrels. First year of the Biden presidency, 162% increase to a 10-year high of 73 million barrels. 
which roughly equates to $71 million a day, going to Vladimir Putin since Joe Biden became president. Total imports of Russian crude oil and petroleum products jumped 24% in 2021 to a record of 245 million barrels. That's a massive infusion of petrodollars into Putin's war chest so he can bomb little girls like the one you just heard sing. Our experiment with zero-sum green agenda is a disaster. Even the Germans know that. They're freaking out over there. Since November, November, crude oil prices have nearly doubled, and there's no end in sight. This, folks, is the Great Reset. Kamala Harris and Pete Buttigieg said yesterday, you need to get out of your car and get in an electric bus. Public transportation is the future of the United States, they said. So I'm going to talk about that. Here's what I think is going on with oil and gas and the pain at the pump that people are feeling. Not you. You're politically astute. You're tuned in. You know this great reset. You know what they're attempting to do because you're focused on what's going on in life. You listen to this show. You, you trust my research. You trust what's going on. Other people, they have no clue what's happening until they go, and they fill it up, and they go, it cost me a month ago, it used to cost me $30 to fill up. Now it's $100 to fill up. What happened? The Great Reset is happening right now. It's a war on oil and gas. But here's what I think is happening as well, psychologically. People are looking at this as, as, as the Ukrainian-Russian war has driven these prices up. And you know what? Once it, this is going to be temporary, and once it's over, the prices are going to come back down because they've been there before. Folks, that's not the intent of the Biden folks. That's not their plan. Their plan is to keep these prices up. They were already going up on prices before the war broke out. The war has been an excuse for them to accelerate that, to get you out of your truck and your car and make you dependent on them and also collapse the middle class. Because right now, middle class Americans, today, right now, middle class Americans are having to decide, do I buy groceries, do I buy gas? Groceries or gas, which is it going to be? Forget about medicine. Groceries or gas. Forget about dance class. Forget about baseball practice. Forget about going fishing. It's gas and groceries. So when we come back, we're going to talk about that a little bit at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I'll tell you what Kamala had to say yesterday about how it's, it's never coming back. You need to get out of your car. You need to get out of your truck and see what you think about it. I'm going to talk about Matt Spawn, Spawn Law Firm right now. Matt is the man when it comes to estate planning. Nobody knows estate planning in the state of Texas or in the United States like Matt Spawn does. You know, your assets are important to you. So is your family. And to make sure your family, whoever that means, whoever that is, gets your assets upon your death, you need to make sure that there's a great plan in place put together by somebody who understands it and understands it well and wants to protect your assets and the transfer of those assets to those that you love. And that guy, and I found him years ago, Matt Spawn, Spawn Law. And since then, he's done it for thousands of people, about 30 years, a little over 30 years Matt's been doing this, and he's done it for thousands of people, helping them protect what's important to them and transfer it to their loved ones when they choose to transfer it. No probate court, no probate judge, not all that expense. Taking care of your assets and taking care of your loved ones. That's what Matt Spawn does every day. So give him a call at 210 210- 
880-4012. AccuWeather forecast today, mostly cloudy, high of 56. Tonight, somewhere between 28 and 38. Tomorrow, plenty of sunshine, 67. Thursday, going to be nice and 75, but right back in the deep freeze on Friday. 40. 722 Trey Ware, KTSA. It's Ware and Rima. And uh, Sean says he'll be back on Thursday. And it's going to be cold again this coming Friday. I mean, you know, we, we expect uh, overnight, Friday night, Saturday morning to be in the uh, in the 30s or so. So you want to protect the pets, plants, pipes, all that. But then after that, we over the weekend and straight into next week, uh, springtime will sprung and it's going to look good. And, and by the way, this Sunday is uh, is move ahead by one hour when you go to bed Saturday night. So, I mean, when you think about what Kamala was saying yesterday, her and Pete Buttigieg, they they basically are preparing you for the time when oil and gas and the pain at the pump is going to be so bad that in order to feed the family, you're going to have to give up your vehicle. Right now, electric vehicles are not cost-effective. You know, people who have really good incomes can do them. But they're not cost-effective for the average uh, middle-income America. They're just not. Not to mention the infrastructure for electric vehicles is not there yet. It's nowhere near it needs to be. Plus, the electric market, electric vehicle market, and I, hey, listen, I'll probably end up owning one someday. But it's going it it still depends on oil. There's no getting around that. There's no getting around the fact that you're not going to get around and get rid of the oil market. Can't do it. Just <laughs> the rubber to meets the road, baby. <laughs> Just think about that for a second. And what it takes to make tires to go on a Tesla or you know the Ford or the GM or whatever electric vehicle you're looking at. I don't think you can lube moving parts with a battery. You cannot. It's impossible. Well, and, and here's the other part of that, Chris. The other part is the batteries are as dirty as oil. <laughs> Mining lithium, first of all, you got to have big tractors to mine lithium. <laughs> you just do. you got to dig it out of the rock. But secondly, it's a, lithium is a dirty, 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 dirty thing. Where are you going to put all those batteries when you're done with them? That's see. That's why this is so screwy from the get go. You got to follow the money, man, and the money leads back right back to you know the big guy's big pocket on all of this stuff. Somehow, some way, it goes through Hunter to Joe. Somehow, some way, they're they're getting a cut out of something somewhere along the line. They always have. That's the way the Bidens have always operated, kind of like the Clintons. Here's Hillary coming back to prominence. She's going to run next year, and here she is with the Clinton Family Initiative coming right back in so all those donors can run money through the Clinton Family deal to enrich her, make her happy, and buy favors. We all know. <laughs> but how about when you want to do a family night out, man? You want to gather all the family up and head on over to the bus. That's what Kamala says you ought to do. Head on over to the electric bus, get all the kids together, get on the bus, and y'all go to your family night out riding the bus. Of course, right now it's 44 degrees and it's cold outside, but so what? You can bundle up, no big deal. And in August, you can strip down. Maybe we'll have the naked bus and everybody just be naked on the bus because it's too hot. 
to wear clothes. Because if they're going to get rid of oil and gas, they're not going to have AC units on those buses, are they? How are they going to have AC units? Just imagine those seat warmers. That's exactly right. Imagine sliding around on those seats. Well, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about reality. So this is, this is what they said yesterday. Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg said, you know what? Hey, you can just get on a bus. We're spending a ton of money on electric buses, so we just expect for you to ride around on electric buses. So a little bit later on, I got Chip Roy coming up in the next segment, but a little bit later on, I'm going to toss that out there on the phones and see how excited you are about their plan to never have oil and gas become uh, reasonable enough again where you can buy it at the pump and put it in your vehicle. See how excited you are about giving up the freedom that having your own vehicle affords you, going where you need to go or how about where you want to go when you want to. Uh, as opposed to getting on their bus, their electric bus, and having them give you a ride somewhere, which is what they said they're going to do. As I said in the last segment, a lot of people are thinking this is short term, and boy, it's going to be healed and fixed in no time, and we'll be right back down to $1.57, what it was on Inauguration Day. They're thinking something else. They're thinking $10 a gallon. $10 for a tube of toothpaste this summer. That's what they're thinking. So uh, this is why the midterm is going to be more important than ever before. And Chip Roy is going to join me coming up in the next segment. We'll talk about that. And the CDC has been lying to you. And he wants answers. And we'll talk about that coming up as well. Trey Ware here on KTSA. I want to tell you about Bridgehead IT. I talk about them a lot. Whatever your business is, you've got to have a great IT team on your side. But sometimes it doesn't make good sense for you to hire an IT team. Or even if you have an IT team, it makes even better sense for them to have an organization that they are working with that's helping them out. So I was reading a story this morning that New York City is on what they call ultra-high alert for cyber attacks from Russia. That's what they said. I also spoke with Wes Bunch over the past couple of weeks, and he says they have been able to identify more and more cyber threats and cyber attacks coming directly out of Russia on businesses just like ours. You, you would think they'd be after GM and Ford, and they'd be after, you know, Boeing and you know, all the big ones. They're after Wall Street. But no, they're after businesses like ours. Why? Because they have to fund what they're doing, and one of the ways they're funding it is they are doing ransomware and all that stuff, and people are paying them because you got to carry on with your business. So you're paying these Russian hackers, and they're turning around and buying bombs. So what you need is the best in cybersecurity and our friends over at Bridgehead IT. They've got a plan for you. If you'll give them a call at 210-477-7999, they will talk with you about how you check all the boxes and make sure you are well protected in the area of cybersecurity. That's Bridgehead IT at 210-477. Injuring people, and people are dying as a consequence of open borders. They're dying as a consequence of uh, tyrannical policies on vaccine mandates and mask mandates and lockdowns. And they're dying as a result of their uh, quest for unicorn energy policies that are uh, disarming our country. Well, and in just a second... Chip Roy, that's the last time we talked. Chip Roy and I are going to talk about the CDC and, and of course, 
high gasoline prices, the top story of the day and should be the top story of the day. Let's welcome him back to the KTSA Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Trey Ware here, and uh, Chip, great to have you back on, man. Well, Trey, great to be on with you. I, I wish it were in better circumstances than what we're seeing unfold right now, the, the current leadership of this country, but uh, but we're out here fighting for you. So. Yeah, I know that, and I was proud to vote for you last Tuesday, and you got her done and got her won. And look, look, looky here. You know, I remember the days when Obama called it the okie doke, and um, over in uh, over in Harris County, there's a little okie doke being played over there because between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., they found a bunch of uh, about 10,000 uh, mail-in ballots. And, and, and Chip, i got to tell you, uh, the, the mail-in balloting thing, my, my view on mail-in balloting is that if you're serving our nation on a foreign right. land, good. If you can't even wiggle, if you're so bedridden here that you can't even wiggle your toe, fine. We'll send somebody over to look at your ID, and you can cast a ballot by, uh, by mail. Otherwise, guess what? Get up out of bed and go to the polls because this is how Democrats are going to cheat. And coming up in November, the the red wave or whatever you want to call it has to be so overwhelming that we overpower their okie doke. However, they're going to try to mess around with these mail in ballots. We need to overpower it and win, win, win. Well, the, the, like this whole thing it personifies a, the current Democrat Party, right? What's up is is down. What's down is up. Yes. And it's on every single issue, okay? So let's take election issues. Mail-in ballots have been known on a bipartisan basis to be the most difficult to ensure the integrity of the vote. We've known this for decades. Bipartisan commissions, you know, Jim Baker. And, and you know, it just, it's just something we've known. And then now it's like, oh, no, no, because there was this virus, we're going to upend all things that we know are common sense. And we're going to say mail-in ballots for weeks on end. And, of course, you end up with a situation like this where you've got 10,000 ballots just sitting there, just happen to be sitting there in Harris County. We've got to take back control of our elections. You vote on Election Day. This is not hard stuff, people. You show up, you vote, you count the votes. And you make exceptions for the very, very small few who can't be there, like you just described, the people out there fighting for us, the truly infirm who are trying to do their civic duty. And, and that's the way we've done it for years. But no, no, no. The Democrats want to turn it on its head, just like they're doing with energy, just like they're doing with the vaccine mandates, just like they're doing with how we're handling Iran and our national security policy. They're literally turning everything upside down, and it's purposeful, Trey. That's what I want the listeners out there to hear. It's purposeful. Democrats are trying to turn our country upside down. Yeah, and so that that leads us into the energy thing. I'll get to the CDC and your questions about the CDC in a second, but uh, let's talk about energy because this is the thing that's hitting everybody right now. When you're talking about in California, they're paying $7. I came by over $5 in Texas for diesel, uh, well into the fours now for, for regular gasoline here in Texas. And Pete Buttigieg and, uh, and Kamala Harris come out yesterday and said, well, yeah, that's kind of the way it is, and it's the way it's going to be, so you might as well get ready for that. We're transitioning off of oil. Go get on an electric bus and ride around on an electric bus, Chip. That's exactly what she said yesterday. No, but again, this is precisely what they want. Yes. When you hear Nancy Pelosi go to the podium and say, yeah, let's ban Russian oil, when you hear... Uh, any other Democrat out there doing it, uh, we've had multiple uh, Democratic uh, uh, politicians have been stepping to the mic saying, I want to end Russian oil. That's not from the goodness of their heart to try to go help Ukrainians. That's not to try to 
stick it to Putin. I'm telling you, it's purposeful because they want you to be paying four, five, six, eight dollars a gallon, ten dollars a gallon for gas, so that you'll feel compelled to go get an electric car. Never mind how much that costs you. Never mind what that means in terms of batteries. Never mind that you can only drive 250 miles. Never mind that we still need to power all those things. Never mind that China has 1,100 coal-fired plants, 50 in the pipeline. We only have 250, and we haven't built a nuclear plant uh, without massive permitting for the last 45 years. I mean, it's extraordinary what we're allowing Democrats to do to our country. But every listener out there needs to know it's purposeful. Don't allow the Ukrainian situation, which makes our heart bleeds for people getting you know, destroyed by Putin. Don't let that be a shiny object that distracts you right. from what Democrats are trying to do. Right, exactly. They were doing this before, and they're going to continue to do it afterwards, and they're not going to change what they're doing. We have to change. We have to make a, a, an enormous change in November. Now, we, we, we know all through the pandemic, and you and I have talked about this before, they were lying to us. And, and, and look at this. It's day number 13 that we haven't seen hide nor hair of the Fouch. Where is Anthony Fauci anyway? But we know that the CDC was fudging the numbers, playing around, and, and lying to us throughout the deal. And now Chip Roy is demanding some answers. What's up with that? Well, look, the CDC doesn't want to give us information, right? There's information that we'd like to see about what exactly was going on with respect to the vaccinated and the unvaccinated population, and then what was the result of, the, uh, of that data. They're not showing it to us. I'm, of course, demanding that with a letter to the CDC. Uh, I'm going out and talking about this on the media because I want the American people to understand they are trying to hide something, okay? Now, Trey, I've talked about this. My dad had polio. I, I think vaccines are a very important part of the the whole mix of how we handle uh, infectious diseases. But I think it ought to be up to people. I think we ought to be studying these things. And I do not believe the government, particularly the federal government, ought to be mandating jabs. And what we've seen here is potentially one of the most gross abuses of government power in the history of mankind, and particularly in our country, with what we're seeing with the lack of transparency and information out of our supposed national health care leaders and the NIH and the CDC without, tell, without giving us the information necessary to make the determinations of what impact the vaccines have actually had on the population, both positive and negative. There are positives, I will grant you. There are negatives, I will grant you. We need transparency to see all of that because I want to know the impact. I know you do too, and every American deserves that. But the CDC wants to hide it. Well, we're not going to let them get away with it. We're going to keep the spotlight on them. It may take till next January to get the truth, but we're going to spend the next nine months trying. Okay, I'm going to let you go in a second, but over in Florida, they just announced yesterday, I think DeSantis is doing a great job. They announced over in Florida that they're not recommending the vaccine for children, period, full stop, that they're the first in the nation to say we're not recommending the vaccine for children uh, because we just don't know. Based on, like, like what you just said, we just don't know. Why do you think they're playing hide the ball on this one? Well, I think they're playing hide the ball because I think there's data that indicates very clearly that vaccines are not necessary for people uh, that are not vulnerable and, in fact, are harmful. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I think that data exists. I don't think they want you to know it because I think they know that they've now been caught uh, hiding the ball and that there's been a negative impact on people. Instead of just putting this stuff out there and saying, everybody, look, we're doing the best we can. Here's what we recommend. They're trying to control all this. Now let's go follow the liability on this, Trey, right? The government said, oh, you guys are, we're an emergency use. 
So you pharma companies, you're not liable. All right, well, who is liable now? Is it the insurance companies that have been starting to mandate this stuff? Is it the private people that were mandating this stuff because the government was telling them they had to? But somebody needs to be liable when someone gets sick and dies because of a mandated jab in their arm. So we got to continue to pursue the facts on this. And Ron DeSantis is exactly right, and Florida is exactly right. We should not have any way, shape, or form any jabs going into the arms of our young children. They statistically don't need it. It's more risky to get the jab than to live without the jab in this current environment. And it's just insane that we're doing this to our kids, masking our kids, sticking a needle on their arm. It's, it's criminal what the teachers' unions and the leftist establishment is doing to our kids. And Republicans better fight for them. We shouldn't vote to fund a government this week again that mandates vaccines. We shouldn't vote to fund a government that doesn't open up energy. We shouldn't vote to fund a government that leaves our borders wide open. But yet most of my Republican colleagues are going to be like, oh, well, we've got to. They've got us over the barrel chip, and we've got to send more stingers. We've got to send more stuff over to Ukraine. Okay, so you're going to continue to allow the American people to get rolled over by a bunch of leftists who want to take over their lives. And you're not going to stand up and force a fight with the only tool you have in your arsenal, which is the power of the purse. I'm going to keep holding their feet to the fire tray. Great job, man. Go get them, and I'll talk to you again soon. God bless. You too. That's Chip Roy, Congressman Chip Roy, District 21. Great to hear from him this morning. Let me squeeze Scott in here quickly. Scott, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Hey, morning. Uh, Real quick, I know you pressed on time, but I think uh, Mr. Mr. Roy misspoke. He said that they're trying to destroy this country. I don't think they're trying. They are doing it, especially with the gas prices. All they want to do is sanction Russia, get rid of Russia as importing oil from them, and trade them with another communist country in Venezuela. Well, and a, ter- a terrorist nation in Iran. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, and, and, they, they blow exactly. us up. We've got guys walking around right now with prosthetic legs and arms that Iran blew up. And they take our money, you know, and they turn around and they make bombs with it to kill our guys. That's exactly what Iran does. Uh, thank you, Scott. Appreciate it very much. I want to tell you about Window World. Window World, great company that builds the best replacement windows for your home. And the volume pricing means you save thousands of dollars. Look, we talk a lot about energy and the cost of energy. And right now, you can't be messing around with that. You got to make sure that you save every penny that you can. And Window World doesn't save you just pennies. They save you many, many dollars over the life of those windows. Why? Because they're the most energy efficient windows you're going to find anywhere. And you're going to pay less for them than you're going to get from anybody else. Industry leading warranties back up all of their work, and they've got all the color options you can imagine. And also, they're installed by master installers, certified master installers, and they have a lot of different financing options available to you. Now, if you just want to do a handful of windows in your home, Window World windows, that's cool. Window World is fine with that. But if you want to do the whole house, if you can, that's a bright idea because, again, it helps with your energy savings and cost savings, and you get to keep more of your hard earned dollars. Window World will work on a plan to get your whole home done as well. Give them a call today tell them trey Ware sent you 210-767 all right so it's Ware and rima sean says he's coming back on thursday so don do you follow country music at all i mean i typically don't i'm just it's not my thing anymore so i don't know i, I mean i know a few of the artists like a chris stapleton and uh, of course, I know Miranda Lambert and people like that, but you know, you start getting into some of these. I'm not familiar with a lot of them. So when I tell you that the Entertainer of the Year is Miranda Lambert, she won last night. I don't know if that's the right pick or not. You know, it's usually been George Strait. I thought it was going to be until he died. 
<laughs> for like 60 years, you know, yeah. it's been George Strait. Um, album of the Year, Dangerous from Morgan Wallen. The only thing I know about him was the N-word controversy this year. Mm-hmm. When they all turned their back on him, and now he gets the Album of the, the, album of the yeah. Year. Song of the Year, Things a Man Ought to Know by Lainey Wilson. Yeah, no. not you either. Huh? No, You're shaking no your head. Yeah. Male artist, Chris Stapleton, I think you can do that forever, and I'd be happy with that one. Yeah. That guy is so bluesy. I, I don't even put him in. I guess they put him in the country category because of Tennessee whiskey and the hat. But even Tennessee whiskey is a blues song. Yeah, definitely. You know but, what I'm saying? You, know, you had to put him somewhere because he just, he's all, you know, you listen to his albums and there's no real, there's, of course, the the voice is very bluesy and soulful. And the guitar. Um, and the guitar. But he's all over the place, and it's wonderful that he can do these things with with his recordings. I love it. I think he's great. Yeah, yeah, one of the best. Uh, and and that video that he did years ago at the awards uh, with uh, with Justin uh, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was just over the top. Yeah, in in how well that came off. I I this is one of the guys that I wish, or he's one of the guys that I wish Stevie Ray was still around because I'd love to hear his version of Tennessee whiskey and some of Chris's stuff. Mm-hmm. God. Uh, female artist Carly Pierce. No. <laughs> no idea. I don't have I have no idea who these people are. When it said Carly, I thought I had hope for a minute. I was thinking that Car- Webb Pierce came back. Yeah, maybe Carly Simon made a format switch. You <laughs> exactly never- right. <laughs> I, one can hope. Uh, but I'll go right back to my A C D C when the uh, weather clears and I can get back on the get motorcycle. Back on the bike, yeah. <laughs> You know, I, know. I try. You know, I do try. I do too to to, to, to get into what's happening. You know, with with the current stuff. Of course, you know, majority of what I've listened to was recorded. You know, forty plus years ago. Right. <laughs> you know, but, but it all, you know, and even then, you always find something new. Yeah. Yeah. Something that you've never heard before. The country so. stuff today just sounds the same to me, and it's just me. You know, other people love it. No, I totally me. agree. It's like one endless one. End, you listen, it's one endless song. Same right. and the same. All right, back in a minute. More wearing rhyme coming up. KTSA. Oh, I thought I thought we had a Dave Ramsey here. No Dave Ramsey here. All right, coming up. <laughs> he stayed up late last night watching the ACM. I guess he did. Couldn't well, make it in. You know what? Right. That's funny. It's usually right up the road from his yeah, house. Right down the street from his house. But they had it over in Las Vegas this year. So they, they decided to get away from Dave, I guess. Uh, coming right back. We'll take more of your calls in the next hour right here on KTSA. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Boy, do you. Where in Rima, mm. 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And I'm Trey Ware. Good morning. It's Tuesday, 8th of March. Sean says he'll be back on Thursday. See him then. 9.45 our time. That's the scheduled time. He's usually very late. Very late. So do not schedule your break around 9.45 to hear Joe Biden. He could surprise me, but he hadn't so far. Plans on speaking. I think we'll probably carry it because we're being told by the Associated Press that he plans on announcing a ban on imports of all Russian oil. We'll see. We'll see what it, you know. But that's what we're being told by AP. You ready to pay about 8 bucks a gallon? Now... Let me just go through some of this stuff with you, and I do want to take your calls about what we're seeing with the uh, oil and gas industry right now. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. With the banning of Russian imports, uh, you're going to see gas prices that are just going to go out of sight at the pump. It's going to happen now. N- not that it already isn't happening. I mean, 
we're uh, nationally well over four dollars. If you're driving a truck, you're at five. Get ready for that to go up and up and up and up. Everything else is going to go up and up and up because why? Because everything is connected to oil, whether it's in the manufacturing process or the delivery process, it's all connected to oil. The energy secretary called increasing domestic production hilarious. The evil people in this administration are calling increasing domestic production. That's hilarious that you would even bring that up. Ha, ha, ha. We're not going to increase domestic production. I'm no expert, but I do study a lot because I take what I do seriously. I know what Biden could do to help out right now domestically. He could waive the requirements to the summer blends. He could kill the ethanol mandate, suspend it. The ethanol mandate is a payoff to farmers. He's putting corn and gasoline to help farmers out. The environmental impact is negligible for the ethanol mandate. Your car will run fine without it. You can buy it all day long over at Murphy's without corn in it. He can unblock the keystone that he blocked. He can green light every domestic project that is under consideration right now. He can talk up U.S. production for more investment. He's got to get people interested in investing in it again because all they've done is trashed it and nobody wants to invest in something that the government is trying to kill. And finally, he can offer investment incentives, just like they're doing with solar panels and electric cars and everything else that they're offering incentives on. They can do the same thing, investment incentives, for people to invest in local drilling again. Folks, he is putting us in the most precarious position that we've ever been in, and that includes terrorism, that includes both world wars, that includes everything else this country has faced. We are now going to be totally and completely dependent on other nations that hate us. One of the nations that we are going to be dependent on for our very existence is Iran. He's making a deal to allow Iran to have nukes if they'll supply us with more oil. That's going to be announced very soon. They also went down and visited with Maduro in Venezuela, cutting a deal there. Venezuela is beholden to Russia. We know that Venezuela has rockets, Russian rockets, down there, pretty darn close to where we are. So right now, Joe Biden is turning on uh, every other connection to oil that we have to have right now. We have to have it. He's turning it on with every other country but our own. So I'm going to open the phones right now at 210-599-5555, and I just want somebody to explain to me, uh, line one there, Chris, I want somebody to explain to me, please, when we have the resource here, when we have the availability here, when we have the opportunity for our own national security and safety here, why in God's name are we turning around and becoming absolutely 100% dependent 
and beholden unto the nations. Why are we doing that? In whose book does that make sense? Let me give you a couple of numbers real quick here, since we're dealing with the price at the pump, and we're all going to see it increase. I had somebody in business tell me yesterday, get ready to be paying $10 for a tube of toothpaste this summer because of the price of everything is affected by the price of oil. But look at this. During the Trump years, from 2016 until the day of Joe Biden's inauguration, we were a net exporter in five out of eight weeks. We were exporting 1.9 barrels for every imported barrel. So two barrels for every one that we imported. In Joe Biden's first 57 weeks in office, that completely flipped. We became a net importer of oil in four out of every five weeks importing 6.5 barrels for every one that we exported. So not only was it a flip, it's a huge flip. We are now dependent on other nations like Iran who hates us. Iran wants us dead, they've said so. The great, they call us the great Satan. That's, that's what the mullahs who run Iran call the United States. We're the great Satan. They want us dead. And now we are depending on them for our oil. And if Joe Biden follows through at 945 and pulls all Russian imports, your price at the pump is going to double overnight. Just this week alone, it went up 55 cents. Just this week alone. Alex, go right ahead. You're on, man. All right, Trey. Good morning. Morning. Let's quit beating around the bush and call this what it really is. You may not be able to say it, but I can. This is treason at the highest order. This is, this is organized. This is planned. That's why they had to get rid of Orange Man. You're looking at it right now. He told us exactly what they were going to do. I knew that's what they were going to do if they ever got power again. The Democrats, I call them Demo-rats, they don't play nice, okay? They're, they're going to shove this down the American people's throats until the American people finally either A, roll over, or do what they need to do. Personally, I'm going to do what I need to do. This isn't my government, okay? They don't represent me. They're not, to me, they're not legally able to because they've abdicated their authority. They are not following the Constitution, and they're not following their, their oath to the Constitution. They're not protecting the homeland. They're taking it apart piece by piece. And you're watching it happen, and everybody's scratching their heads going, oh, what are we going to do about it? Grow a pair, folks, and do something about it. All right, Alex, uh, 210-599-5555. Thank you, man. I appreciate the call. Paul, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Yeah, ditto's on the last call. And uh, I want to welcome Joe, the uh, gas mugger, and uh, him uh, pushing green communist, communism on, on, on America. That's what's happening. It's green communism. It's not environmentalist. I wish uh, people would cut, stop calling it environmental. It has nothing to do with environmental. It's green all right, man. Thank you. I appreciate it, Paul. Yeah, uh, what's the deal with him getting on a really expensive airplane and flying from Washington, D.C. to Fort Worth, Texas for what amounts to a campaign event today in Fort Worth, Texas, spewing all that stuff into the atmosphere? What's he doing spewing all Just, I mean, tons of, of terrible carbon emissions coming out of the back 
of that very big airplane called Air Force One. What's he doing doing that for if he's so concerned about the environment? Why make a campaign trip to Fort Worth on that? We all know what's going on, folks. It's that great reset crapola that they've been talking about. And Kamala Harris said it yesterday. They want you out of your vehicle. This has nothing to do with the Russian war. This has everything to do with forcing you out of your vehicle. has everything to do with cratering the middle class, collapsing the middle class. Now the middle class has to decide gas or groceries. That's what it has to do with has nothing to do with this Russian war. They're, they're using the Russian war like they use COVID to change our lives. They're using that again to change our lives at the gas pump. And boy, aren't they doing it, huh? 55 cents in one week. Tell me what you uh, feel about this. How do you feel about these gas prices? What are people saying around you? I'm always curious about that, too. I know you're plugged in. You listen to this show, you know, and you're you're astute politically. You 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 pay attention to what's going on in your world because it's important to you. But the people around you that are not, that are just bebopping, what are they saying about this? Are they saying anything at all about any of this? Are they just bebopping? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Lee, you'll be up first. I got a couple of lines as well. I'll come to you after the break. Let me tell you about my friends over at Stevens Roofing. Those spring rains, it's uh, right around the corner when we get those thunderstorms in here. That's going to be the worst time to find out you've got a roofing issue. That'll be the worst time to find out you've got water inside the house. You want to be out in front of it. And the way to get out in front of it is to call Stevens Roofing and get a free, that's right, free, no obligation roof inspection. They're not going to twist your arm and try to sell you something something you don't need and i know that after dealing with stevens roofing for 20 some odd years now that's not how they do business they are local they're family owned they're reliable they got a great reputation their work is exemplary and of course they're they're, they're the way they deal with customers is the best i've ever been around they just truly are uh great people and you're gonna love dealing with them so don't wait for the spring rains. Don't wait for those storms to get here to find out you've got a problem with your roof. Let's find it out right now with a free, no-obligation roof inspection from Stevens Roofing. Give them a call and get on their calendar at 210-785-0994. Speaking of the weather, going to be mostly cloudy today around 56. Tonight, mainly clear and chilly, 28 to 20, uh, 38. Then tomorrow, plenty of sunshine, 67. Thursday, nice and 75. And we go right back to cold temperatures for a day for a day that's going to be on friday right now russia at war with ukraine get the latest and stay connected with news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 all right lee you're on ktsa good morning lee good morning trey you know communists they like uh mass transit they use their control and uh well there's, of course there's a lot of places you know in the country and places in town that can't they don't go within I can imagine going to the grocery store and waiting on a bus and hot sun with ice cream. And what happened? Well, and uh, trying to carry six bags home. And they're social distancing. Well, I guess I, we don't have to social distance anymore if you're going to put, put it all on. Well, you have to wear a mask on your bus wherever you go. And, and that's the thing is it runs when it wants to, not when you want to. It goes where it wants to, not where you want to go. And that's exactly the plan, 100%. Martin, good morning to you. Thank you for your call. Good morning, Trey. 
Has anybody thought about looking into the Biden's bank accounts? Sure. I'll be willing to bet that they're in debt to Russia, and that is why he doesn't want to cut off the Actually, it's China. Actually, it's China, Martin. And and you can read a a book by Peter Schweitzer right now, and uh, it's out. It's the number one book in America. I've had Peter on the show several times talking about the book. Red-Handed is the name of it. You'll find out about the Biden family and the big guy and his 10% and all that kind of stuff. Peter Schweitzer, uh, and and it's called Red-Handed. He lays it all bare, but it's not just him. It's the NBA, and it's other big corporations here. It's Bill Gates. It's a bunch of them. Thank you, Martin. Hey, Chris, go right ahead. You're on. Good morning. I have two points. I have to preface this. I don't like $5 a gallon oil. Prefacing that is a a bunch of my retirement fund, not a bunch, but a good percentage of my retirement fund is in oil wells and oil-producing stocks and such. Therefore, with oil going up, I'm making more money for my retirement. And so I, I come in from a different point of view. Of, but it's domestic oil here in Texas, and I you know, support our Texas people, and I'm invested in these wells. I have 14, or I don't personally have, but in the group we have 14 wells, eight of which were shut down until this past weekend when they have been opened up and they're now sure. pumping oil. Sure, that's that, that's all fine, and I know that there are a lot of oil guys that are backing Joe Biden doing this, and they're helping to I fund. I back Biden at all. No, no, I'm not, I didn't say you were. I didn't say you were. I said I know that there are those who are trying to recoup their investment, and they're backing Joe Biden's movement about all this. But what I'm talking about is the middle class in America who are right now, this very minute, Bob, having to choose between groceries and gas. Right now. Which are being destroyed by the Democrats. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Have a good one. Where did, uh, that was Bob. Where did, was that Bob? Okay, let me get, is it, Bob, are you on? Go ahead. Uh, okay, Trey. It's about time for everyone to start lighting up the phones in Washington, calling the representatives and the senators, all of them, to start action, uh, to start getting production against uh, Biden's decision not to do so. Uh, they can do it, but the only thing is now the American people and Texas, everybody in Texas needs to start right, lighting the phones up and starting action to get done. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, Bob. Let me go back to Chris for just a second, who who is invested in those wells and likes the fact that there's high oil prices. I'm not going to argue the fact that there are people who are going to make a ton of money, and many of you listen to me every day because you're right here in Texas and you're invested in oil here in Texas. But I would much rather, much rather as an American who's concerned about our own security and our own safety here in America, I would much rather that be our oil. This man... He is turning to Iran and Venezuela and other uh, importers to import oil into the United States instead of doing all he can to ramp up domestic production. It makes absolutely no sense at all to pay for a mortgage in one house, go next door, next door, and rent that house out and live in it. it makes no sense whatsoever you've got plenty of resources here he should uncap our resources here in every turn and let the oil flow here 
as we were in the four years of the Trump administration, and we could care less what the world was doing at that time. So none of this makes sense as far as the United States of America is concerned. And quite frankly, folks, that's the only one I care about. 210-599-5555. Let me tell you about our friends over at Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio have a way to get you the relief that you need for your arthritis pain and your joint stiffness and the fact that you have a hard time getting in and out of your vehicle or much less tossing a football around with your son or grandson or anything like that because your knees hurt all the time. And no matter what it is that's hindered your lifestyle, maybe you slowed down quite a bit because of uh, arthritis pain in your knees, you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to live with arthritis pain anymore. There are answers now. And maybe you have taken every NSAID and every bottle of Tylenol and everything that the doctor has prescribed for you, and you're not getting any relief from any of that at all. Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. With Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio, they have these gel injections, non-surgical, FDA-approved, safe, secure, good stuff. They inject this gel into your knees. That helps build that cartilage in your knees that's breaking down, gives you that added support in your knees. And many, many people live pain-free and get that movement back. Now, I can't tell you whether it's going to work for you or not. So I'm not going to make any promises. All I want you to do is get in touch with our Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio and see if you're a candidate and see if they can help you. All right? It starts with a phone call, 210-944. Traffic and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Hey, Rick and Alan and Christopher, I'm coming right to you. Just a real quick comment here. It's Warren Rima, Trey Ware, KTSA. Sean's back Thursday. Um, had a caller last half hour who said he doesn't like $5 a gallon gasoline, but he sure does like what it's doing to his retirement fund because he's, he's invested in oil, and, man, his retirement fund is growing like crazy, and he's very happy. And, you know, good for him. But this is one of the reasons my, my wife and I had a conversation about this, I guess, yesterday, the day before. This is, I, I could never be one of those cutthroat capitalists. I couldn't do it. I mean, I'm a capitalist, and I'm a free market guy. You know that. I couldn't be a cutthroat capitalist enriching myself and my family at the detriment and the pain of others. I couldn't do it. The stuff that I invest in and that we uh, buy off on in our investment strategies help others. I, I, I like investing in things that are going to help others, not not cause pain to other people. And right now, high gas prices that, with the president's announcement this morning are going to go even higher are hurting a lot of people. A lot of people, it's, it's the, this is the most egregious tax on the poor that there is, is high gas prices. So, yeah, there's a lot of people that are, you know, padding their bank accounts really well. Some of you probably are. I know a lot of guys listen to me that are in the oil business. And, man, I don't slam the oil business at all. I love the oil business. But um, to, to, to have the feeling of, uh, hey, good for me, bad for you, good for me, is just not one that I've ever bought off on. I just, I, you can, you do you, but that's just not for me personally. I'd rather invest in a product or something that's going to help other people and not hurt them when I do well. That's it. Hey, Rick, go ahead, man. Hey, Trey. Yeah, I've, you know, living here in the, you know, in Texas, in the flyover states, I don't know if the politicians have actually ever pumped their own gas and actually see it. No, sir. They don't. You know, they've got drivers, they've got, 
you know, correct mass transit systems in those cut in, in those cities there where here in san antonio it takes 45 minutes to get anywhere yep that's right you know i, I don't think an electric vehicle can can go that long sitting in traffic no, they can't. You know, plus, you know, Rick, it's it's 110 degrees in August. They're going to drop you off over here, and you're supposed to walk five miles to your office. You're a sweaty mess for your next meeting, and then you got to turn around and walk back over there. And how about all the people that are in sales or deliveries or anything like This is the dumbest thing in the world. They're just... Uh, like you said, Joe Biden's been in politics for 50 years, and so for 50 years, he's traveled around in black limousines, AC on all the time, somebody else pumps the gas, and there's guys with guns to protect him. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it it would be nice. It's like, you know, hey, go out there and go see it. Go fill up your own car. Go take yourself to work back and forth and see what it's like. Yeah. I, I, I I watch gas go up 30 cents. Right. In a weekend. Right. Yeah. No, it went for 55 cents this week alone. Thank you, Rick, man. Have a good day. You too. All right. Appreciate it. Alan, go right ahead. You're on. Morning, Trey. How are you doing, sir? Good, man. Thanks for the call. Hey, uh, just another perspective on what's going on right now here in the local economy, uh, the local market, actually, uh, with, uh, has to do with trucking and owner-operators. Um, pretty much what's happening right now is that, you know, our rates are not, the operational rates that we profit by are not moving in the direction as uh, fast as the fuel prices are. So we're having to, you know, push the trucks a little harder to kind of break even. And then this is the kicker. Our trucks are starting to go down with mechanical issues, and there is a national back order on a lot of the parts that keep our trucks on the road. So that's another thing that we have to take into consideration. Yep. Yep. You're, what you're talking about are more empty shelves. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but you know that's kind of something that we're facing right now. You know, paying four fifty nine for diesel, and we'll probably end up seeing six seven dollars a gallon by the time summer months get here. So oh no! By the, no no no! By the end of this week. By the end of this week. Be, no, seriously. <laughs> once not. once Joe bans the Russian oil today, which is not a huge huge deal for us. Uh, but it does drive the market up, and and that's exactly what's going to happen. I I don't know where you're paying four and a half I, for for diesel. I I saw coming in this morning. Everywhere I looked, coming in was over five for diesel, everywhere. Yeah, at the Boleros, they're right at about four seventy nine right now. They've gone up. I want to say almost two dollars in the past month and a half, and it, it just makes it really hard to keep up with the vehicle as far as the overhead expenses go. So yeah. it's, it's I'm very fortunate with what's happening right now. So yeah. Thank you, Trey, for your, uh, your time. I appreciate it. You bet, man. Thank you for the call, Alan, Chris, and Steve, and Ron. Hang on just a second. I, I, the other thing that is going to be very difficult that we're going to have to deal with is all the wheat fields in the Ukraine that are being taken out right now. Ukraine is a breadbasket to the world. Um, there's a lot of wheat that comes out of there. Wheat goes into a lot of the stuff we buy, so prepare for that as well. All right, Chris, what's going on? Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I got three things. Uh, first, uh, Tesla had that issue with the uh, uh, wires that the rats and mites are chewing on them because they're plant-based wires instead of uh, oil-based. Second of all, the uh, wind <laughs> wow. generators, they, they take over 200 gallons of oil in the gearboxes. And the third, the uh, wind, the blades of them, when they have, if something happens to them, they throw them in a big old landfill, so they, they can't do anything with the uh, with the wind turbine blades. So all that stuff is getting back into the wind uh, uh, landfill. 
So, you know, what, what is this big green new deal that we're doing? <laughs> it's everything not. We're doing is back it's not. All it does is it pays China a ton of money, and that turns around and pays the Biden family, Chris. I appreciate it, though, man. Uh, let's go. I can't, I can't pull up line four. Chris, can you hit that for me? Thank you very much. Steve, you're on. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Trey. I have a friend of mine who's an attorney. Uh-huh. And... She's very, very intelligent, so much so that she owns her own law firm. Uh huh. She voted for the Democrats in the last election. Well, she's not that smart, then. <laughs> they promised. She, they promised. I, I pleaded with her. I begged with her. I told her they were lying. I thought you said she's <laughs> smart. <laughs> okay, she go owns ahead. Her own law firm. She owns her own law firm. All right. But they promised her student. Debt forgiveness. Oh, yeah. Very smart. Makes a lot of money, but she's buried in student loan debt up to her ears. And they promised her. But you don't hear him talking about that anymore. No. Every conservative Republican out there, when asked any question, as an example, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl next year? The answer should be the Democrats are lying to you about everything. Stop listening to them. Stop believing them. And stop voting for them. With the exception, when a question is asked of Ron DeSantis, why do you support the uh, don't say gay bill? His answer, conservative Republican answers to questions like that should be, you're an idiot or you're evil or you're insane. That should be the answer when they get those ridiculous questions like that. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. As far as debt forgiveness for student loan is concerned, no and no and no again. I am not responsible for your debt. You went in debt to become an attorney. Good for you. Instead of buying a new Jaguar, pay for your debt. Pay the student loan back. That is not the responsibility of some guy out here who's driving a delivery truck trying to make two ends meet. That's the way I feel about that. Ron, go ahead. You're on KTSA. Morning, sir. Yes, good morning to you, Trey. God bless you for all your clarification. I just need a little bit more here. Okay. Uh, just recently, Peter Ducey, CNN, uh, I mean, uh, Fox, well, uh, Peter Ducey has uh, clobbered Jen Psaki with what the administration is doing to our country, you know, insofar as natural gas, oil, petroleum, you name it. Um, She uh, is justifying her position saying that there are thousands of oil um, lines or, I mean, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, wells, uh, possibilities. And and, uh, she said 9,000, 9,000 leases that are not active. Yeah, there you go. How, How can she justify this, if, if this is so, then why is it? Why there's no flow? If this is so, why no flow? <laughs> I, needed to, yeah. I needed your clarification. Sure. I'll take I'll take this off air, and God bless you for all you do. Thanks, sir. It's it's what I call a red herring because <laughs> it's Jen Saki. It's 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 Raggedy Ann, so it's a red herring. Yeah, uh, the deuce went after her yesterday on that, and her answer was, there's 9,000 wells that are not being tapped right now, not flowing. You don't tell me that they're not. Okay, here's the fact of the matter, and you can follow up and look it up. There's stories about this uh, from AIP and others all day today. Basically, Jen Psaki is speaking out of both sides of her mouth. 
those wells, first of all, those leases, those contracts take absolutely so long to make it to market. They're working their way through the process. It takes years. It's almost worse than trying to get a new drug to the market. You know, the years and years and years and years and years of, of uh, research that's going into getting a new drug on the market. Same thing is true. And, and many times you don't even get to pay off. You invest and you do the research and you invest and you do the research. And sometimes that well, just, there's nothing there. So you get no payoff out of that. None whatsoever. So she, she right now is speaking out of both sides of her mouth because those people are working their way through a process that her boss, Joe Biden, made harder because he put more restrictions on getting that oil out of the ground and getting it delivered, getting it refined, and getting it to the pump. He made it harder for people to be in that business. So they're trying, those that have those wells there, or those leases, uh, those permits, they are trying to get that stuff there. Secondly, and this again, she's speaking out of both sides of her mouth, they have talked down the, the business so much. They put so much regulation on it, and they've talked down the oil and gas business so much since they got into office. It's really hard to find somebody that's going to make a long-term investment, and every one of them is a long-term investment. It takes years to get your payoff. So you put your millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars down, and it takes years to recoup it. Well, who is going to invest in a business that this administration and this government says they're going to kill? We're going to kill this business. We're at war with this business, and we're going to shut it down. Well, who's going to invest in that when it takes years to recoup it? So great question. Her answer was a red herring. It was a complete lie. It was a walk around, and she did not answer his question truthfully or faithfully, but I expect nothing less out of her or anybody else in this administration. Uh, C.A. and Pete, hold on just a couple of seconds. And I it, listen, I'm going to play something for you in the next segment as I leave here that you're going to be blessed by. If you want to hear something that's a true blessing, and as Don said earlier, the voice of an angel. Stand by. Coming up in our next segment. Over at Safe Showers, my friends Chris and Joan, they're the owners of Safe Showers. Well, look, if you are ready to get rid of that old tub in your master or guest bathroom and replace it with a beautiful, safe walk-in shower, they've gotten so busy over there, they had to expand to a bigger location, and they've tripled their warehouse and showroom space. And what that means is they've got more floor models for you to look at, but they also carry all of the most popular models in stock. And what that means is, instead of their competition, which is months out, no, Safe Showers is days or weeks out because they have the product in their warehouse. And to celebrate their new showroom and warehouse, Safe Showers is offering $1,000 off your new shower at 12 months, no interest, no payment, and no down payment. I want you to find out more from Safe Showers today. The new showroom is over on Radium by the airport. Give them a call at 210 655 